Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be discussing why would you enter a pageant? Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Why did you enter a pageant is probably one of the questions most asked of pageant girls. Like we ask it on Queen's Table, we quite often ask it in the blogs, in other interviews and things that we do. Um, And same on other platforms and other podcasts and stuff. It is a fairly common question. And it's really interesting to hear the stories from people. But there's also really another important side to that question because it helps other girls, other ladies that are listening in to go, oh, okay, actually... I would really like to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I should try a pageant too. So what I want to do in this episode is touch on some of the key ones um, from my own personal experience, but also from like the plethora of people that I've interviewed or just spoken to um, as part of Pageantland and my time in pageantry. Um, So that if you are thinking about whether you want to sign up for your first pageant or whether you're actually considering whether you want to do your next one and maybe you just sort of did the first one as fun, you didn't really think about it, and now you're trying to work out if the next one is the right one for you. And um, this is going to have some super helpful information in there for you. So the first one that I think I hear the most um, is a confidence thing. People want to gain confidence and competing in pageantry can be a massive confidence booster. Um, Part of that is the sisterhood, which is its whole thing in itself as well, which I will touch on in a minute. But um, the sisterhood, the camaraderie, the doing something completely different, completely out of the ordinary, but in a really, really safe space. Um, It's not your job. Your job isn't on the line, your um, academic um credibility isn't on the line etc etc it's just fun so you can try something new you can push your boundaries without it being like quote unquote a bit too dangerous to do like what's the worst that's gonna happen if you if you suck at it and do you ever really suck at pageantry I don't think so I think you just learn and grow and have fun um but like when you haven't competed you might be like oh what happens if I suck at it nothing if you quote unquote suck at it nothing happens you've probably made some really awesome friends you've learned some things um nothing happens the world won't implode the world won't end you're not like damaging your financial future destroying relationships or like ruining your school grade point average whatever the english equivalent of that is i don't know I haven't been at school for a long time um so it can just be a, a, a confidence growth thing. And it's interesting, quite a lot of people tie that back to um, areas in life where they've been bullied, either they're youngsters who are being bullied and their parents are like, oh, let's give them something fun to do um, that's really, really nice and, and just sparkly and pretty and they enter through that way. Um, and I think that is an absolutely awesome reason to enter a pageant to grow in confidence. I'm a big believer in pageantry. One of the reasons I support the industry so much and work and do so much for it and work so hard within it is because... Um, I believe pageants create a safe space for women to grow, develop, try new skills that are really beneficial in the wider world and that we don't really have a safe space to try these things out in. And I know it sounds a bit sexist, but there seems to be um, less understanding uh, for women to muck up. 
I, I know it sucks, um, but um, and yes, it's not always the case, but um, there it does seem to be more of a pressure on females to be perfect and not muck up and things like that. So that is one of the reasons that I particularly love pageantry is it gives us this safe space to learn new things and learning new things and growing in confidence is a absolutely important aspect of pageantry and why people enter. So if you are looking to improve your confidence enter a pageant. Make sure you're entering the right one for your reasons. I'm going to go through a few other different reasons, but um, once you've had a look at this, there is a blog coming out. Um, I think it will come out a couple of weeks before this airs on the podcast. Um, so go check out the blog. There is a blog about choosing your system. And we've talked about that a bit on the podcast before. So um, once you've decided that you've got a good reason to enter a pageant, make sure that you're doing your research, check out the podcast, check out that blog about choosing your system and choose the right system for you. Um, the next one, which I briefly touched on a second ago, was that sisterhood and that community. Um, I think particularly once you've left school, it's very hard to make new friends if you work maybe on your own. A lot of us are working from home now. Um, if you're moving house, move to a different part of the country and suddenly you've got to make new friends and things. Maybe you work in a really small office or small working environment, different shifts. It's hard to build those relationships. It can be a great way of making like-minded friends that you will see sometimes. Like it's really great making friends on like social media and I've made loads of awesome people on Clubhouse um, that I get to talk to quite a lot and we actually talk as opposed to just look at each other's pictures or short snippets of each other's lives in, in tweets um, but face that face to face like knowing that they're actually going to be meeting up face to face is a really lovely way to help nurture and grow friendships like long lasting sustainable friendships as well um, so that sisterhood and community side of things I think is really really important as well if you are and I found this I found this quite a few times if you are at school and struggling to make friends um, it can feel like the end of the world like it can feel like it's your fault because no one at school likes you but actually one <laughs> that's probably not true it just can feel that way I've been there. <laughs> um, but two, school is such a such a small selection of the human race. And when you are in school, college, whatever, it can feel like the be all and end all of the opportunities to have friendships. Um, quite often you will then go to clubs outside of school and it will, you'll still be surrounded by similar people. Um, and it was one of the things that I wish my parents had done more with me because I was really, really struggling. I was really bullied at school is to maybe find me clubs and things outside of school that are away from those people. Because even if there was like one or two of those people at the the brownies or guides or the club that I was going to, I would resort back to, to being the Jess that was bullied. And I would, even if they weren't then bullying me in that environment, it would cross over. Um, and whereas pageantry, because we are so spread out across the country, um, it's very unlikely you're going to bump into anyone you know and it gives you a whole new section of people and friends to meet and also similar people because they are if you're into pageants they're into pageants you've got a common interest that you can chat about and um, start conversations with um, and it makes it a lot easier so at any age I think it makes it easier to build friendships in that environment and the mixture of online and outside of COVID offline I think helps to really nurture those long lasting, deeper relationships, as opposed to those where we are just befriending people on social medias and things, which can also be nice as long as you're doing it in a safe way. Um, but it's nice to have that mixture of seeing people in person as well. Uh, the next one I want to tap into is one of my uh, faves, and that is the charity side of things. Um, 
Now I'm going to get a bit deep with you here and I've had a few other people have said they've had similar experiences so I don't think this isn't exclusive to me. I think other people, well I know other people have felt this too. Um, so I have been doing charity fundraising since junior school. I loved either joining in with other people's or I'd set up my own sponsor days for different charities and things like that. Um, and then I did charities commission in secondary school, etc, etc. Um, but I genuinely found it easier, have found it easier to raise money for charity with a sash than without one. It is still hard work raising money with a sash. You have to be very creative at the moment, particularly people are being drowned in asking for donations and, and a lot of people are struggling financially in the first place to be able to give. Um, so you still have to be creative. It's still hard work, but it is easier, I have found, than without a sash. Um, and even when I've had like a really poignant story that connects with it. So while my mum uh, was suffering um, with lymphoma, I raised money for the Lymphoma Association and I still found it really hard, even though I had this real like... I had my friends, my family, um, friends and family of my um, of my mum. Obviously, they're my family too, if it's my mum. But friends of my mum's and stuff like that. Um, and you think you'd have this really strong pull because they knew what we were going through. Um, but it was still much, much harder than when I suddenly was raising money for um, charities because I was competing. It's like people had that extra reason to give. They weren't just giving because of the charity. They were giving because they wanted to support you with your competition as well. And sometimes it's a bit easier... It's easier to detach from the charity than it is from the person that you want to support. You know, you know Kate and you really want to support Kate. And yeah, Kate's raising money for a great cause. But until Kate was competing and it was part of her competition, you were a little bit less drawn into contributing. Um, and I had the same even when my mum passed away. Um, if I used that, it sounds terrible, but if I used that, if I was like explaining why I wanted to raise money for this cancer charity it was because my mum had died from cancer. It didn't get me as far as saying I was raising money for the cancer charity as part of competing in a pageant. It just didn't. And like I said, I have met other people that have had the exact same experience. Um, also, the other thing that I quite often get when I'm raising money for charity and not competing is people get very confused to why. People get really confused as to why you raise money for charity when it's like you're not suffering with that thing. Or like your kid isn't suffering with that thing, um, God forbid. Um, but as soon as you add in that you're competing and it's part of your competition, people seem to get it a bit more. Now, read into that what you will, make of that what you will. But the fact of the matter is, that's how it is. <laughs> um, so I think it's really, really interesting that people genuinely find it easier to raise money for charity with a sash than without. Like I said, still hard work, just easier than doing it without. Um Obviously, sitting on your backside on the sofa and not raising any money is much easier all round. <laughs> but if charity and raising money for charity is an important part of your life, then you may choose to um, compete in a pageant because of that. Um, and that will, if that is your thing, then you need to be really careful with which system you apply for. If you, although systems that have chosen charities let you fundraise for other charities too, um, I would be quite careful with that if you also want to raise money for that charity. So, um, say, seems to be my fake, my fake pageant system go to is Miss Plant UK. So if you are uh, going to join Miss Plant UK and Miss Plant UK raises money for, uh, WWF, World, World, World Wildlife Fund. Um, but you also, you were like, yeah, I like that charity. I'll raise money for that charity and my chosen charity because I'm competing because I want to raise money for, um, cancer research. You're then trying to raise money for two different 
charities, it's quite confusing online, people aren't sure which one they're donating to, particularly if the two charities are very, very different, um, it can get quite tricky. Um, whereas if you were like, I would just like to raise money for charity, I'm not sure which one. You might look at all the systems that have a specific charity and pick your system because, oh, okay, I connect more with this charity, therefore I'm going to do this system. Or if you're like, no, the charity I really want to raise money for through pageantry is cancer research. You either need to pick a system that doesn't have a specific charity or you need to pick a system that maybe does and it doesn't matter to you if you don't contribute to that charity as well. Like some of them will require minimum donations to the charity um, or, or it may be like you feel like you want to compete for the charity title but you can't unless it's money for their chosen charity like these there's ways around it but just have a think it's not as cut and dry as oh I've got a charity I want to raise money for therefore I can't compete in systems that have a chosen charity but understand that you're either going to struggle with mixed message or you're going to have to choose to not go after the the missed charity title type situation which is also absolutely fine I I might be misspeaking here so apologies um I don't know of any charities in the UK um where you can't fundraise for another charity um like they ask you to raise money. Some of them have like a minimum that you have to raise for theirs. But I also don't know any um, systems in the UK where the Miss Charity title, Miss Charity score counts towards your overall score. Uh, oh, no. I, there's one exception. I, it's, I think it might be pure where you can get some bonus points for charity money. But double check that, like double check and look into it um, and make sure that if you if, if they if it does count to the overall scores that you are um, aware of whether it needs to be for their charity or whether it can be for your chosen charity. It's just just check it out. Um, but I go into that in more detail in the blog. So have a look at that on the website, too. Um, next one is my other fave one. And that is community work. Um, again, a bit like charity work, people understand a lot more when I volunteer for free if I say I'm doing it as part of a competition. People seem to get really confused about why I'd volunteer when I'm busy. Like, if I had nothing to do, they seem to understand it. If you're just like a stay-at-home mum and your kids are at full-time boarding school, then they'd be like, oh, I get why you volunteer. But when you like have a business or two and a kid at home and other things and what have you going on they're a bit like why are you carving out time for this like surely you're really busy they just don't seem to get it whereas if you say I'm volunteering as part of pageantry Duke of Edinburgh that's the other one where you quite often do volunteer work um like uh what's that thing when you've done something naughty um community service <laughs> um like community people get it oh it's part of my community service <laughs> then they get it um so it can actually really help you get into um, volunteering work. And, and a lot of people there will use pageantry to get them into volunteer positions. Sometimes volunteer positions are really sought after. Sometimes it's a competition just to get the volunteer position. Um, but they'll use the fact that they're competing in a pageant to get themselves a volunteer position. And then when they finish competing, they can carry on with their volunteer work. Um, don't underestimate the power of a sash. It's crazy but it's massively underutilized. So 
and um, that is a another one to factor in it does help you get community work and um, it's also quite beneficial for the community projects um and this could be also community for me also encompasses when i'm supporting charity events but i'm not specifically raising money for that charity like i might buy something at the charity event or i might buy the ticket etc etc but for me i'm more going to support and help promote that um that event on social media or whatever it is they're trying to the awareness around that charity and that for me kind of although it's charity work I sort of would bunch under community work because it's not specifically me raising money that's how I differ differentiate between le two um le deux um I should say that's about all I know in French um because I have literally been to obviously pre-covid I've been to events in my sash um, all sparkly and they've been able to use those photos to then get press um, to then get share more shares on social media etc etc um, and it's not even me then sharing the thing but they've got a bit more of a story um, because beauty beauty queen they often call you a beauty queen even though you're just a finalist but hey ho as long as it gets them some press and attention for their charity then I don't care um, and I don't think anyone should be pulling teeth about that um but beauty beauty pageant finalist grace graces the walk for remembrance um and suddenly they've got a bit more of a story and even if it's just local paper or local blog shares etc etc um i have had um events come back to me and they're like we were so glad that you came um because we because you were there we managed to get a picture in the local paper and we've managed to raise x amount more hundreds of pounds because of it and things like that so again do not underestimate the power of a sash right on to the next one i have two more for you um, the next one for me I absolutely love is self-development. Like I said earlier, for me, pageantry creates the safe space where women can learn all these new skills in like a supportive community-led environment. Um, and I don't think until you get involved in pageantry, you realise all the different areas of self-development. Um, so I've kind of clubbed it together in just general self-development. If you want to try something new and learn some new skills, you're not necessarily sure which ones, um, and then pageantry could be for you. Uh, public speaking is often improved, um, more interview technique. Just being, to be honest, being able to dress myself better has definitely happened through pageantry. And I haven't just started dressing all sparkly and ball gowny all the time. Like, even my like ca smart casual has evolved um, through pageantry and I've now found a way in which I am comfortable um, I mean definitely learned that comfortable being comfortable is my number one priority when I'm getting dressed and um, which is weird like sure I now I'm like oh surely that should be everyone's number one that they're comfortable but no not always people some people would rather look good and that is totally up to them but I've definitely developed my own sense of style through pageantry and I know a lot of other people have found this and um, that they've found their, how, how they want to dress, how they want to present themselves in general, head to toe, um, has evolved. And I, not just from a clothing standpoint. Um, I probably wore more makeup before pageants than I do now. Um, because I've now, and it's really weird actually. Um, and um, I mentioned this, who did I mention this to? Um, I think I mentioned it to either, either Patty or Charlotte after I had my last glam shoot is that sometimes when you get your makeup done and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, it looks so wonderful. And then you take it off and you see what your face looks like without of it. And you can get a bit down on yourself. Um, but actually I find, and um, the, uh, um, to be honest, I haven't had my makeup done professionally by anyone else than Patty for a long time. Um, but I find 
I look in the mirror and I look at my makeup done by Patty and I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. But when I take it off, I still love me. Um, and I think I've definitely learned that through pageantry that I am, I am, I can love myself with or without the makeup. Whereas I think before, because I was wearing lots of makeup, but I wasn't wearing it well. <laughs> it was definitely not done well. Anyone that's seen me do my own makeup will know I do not do it very well. Um, when I'm trying to do it like properly glam, I can't do proper glam. I can do like office makeup. That's it. Um, and I think because I wasn't doing it properly that I ended up doing it all the time. <laughs> I hope this is making sense. It makes sense in my head, I promise. Um, that actually I've learned to vary it throughout life and that sometimes it's more appropriate to be super glam and sometimes I literally can... Oh, don't even throw on mascara because I just get my eyelash extensions done. I get my eyelash extensions done and my eyebrows done and I don't need to really worry about anything else unless I've got like a really big like red breakout across my face and I might smear a little bit of concealer in and sort of tap it in. Um, I am a lot, I spend a lot more time makeup free since I did started pageants. And how backwards does that sound? You wouldn't think that was a thing, but actually I found a lot of people have said the same thing. They love when they get super glammed up but they have actually got a lot more comfortable in their own skin and being barefaced too, um, which is bizarre. I don't, I don't know. Someone someone needs to do some sort of scientific research into why that is, but it, I have heard it a lot. Um, and that can be the same with, with your clothes that they've, because they have that more glam side of life, that they're also more happy in their, their slouchies and their skivvies and their PJs or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I definitely developing a new sense of style, uh, developing personality and confidence. And, and because pageantry is so much about um, being yourself and putting your best self out there, like um, projecting who you are to the world, you do have to spend some time really trying to understand who you are and what do you stand for and all of those kind of things. And um, so there are so many levels of self-development within pageantry that I find amazing. And I said um, personal growth and having that safe space to embrace personal growth, I think is a really, really wonderful reason to compete. And last, but by no means least, because you want a fun hobby. Like I know I talk a lot about the serious side of pageantry and the platforms and the charity work, but if you are here to have fun, then have fun. I think the what annoys me is when people are just here to have fun, but they try and pretend like they're not because they think that that's more likely to get them the crown. And yes, I would say be careful with which system you pick again. And for me, it's got two sides to it. One, some um some systems have really good connections with the media. Um, can really help get you out. If you win that title, they can get you out and get you seen and get you amazing exposure. Miss Great Britain, for example, um, their their contestants, uh, uh, their contestants, their queens get everywhere and it's absolutely amazing. If you went for a system like that, but were just there to have fun, you didn't really have a bigger message, you weren't really interested um, in in growing your following for a bigger purpose, et cetera, et cetera, it would be a bit of a waste to win that one, wouldn't it? Um, so you might pick another one that maybe doesn't do that. Like the, maybe the Queens are, it's, yes, they go to a few events and things like that, but having a bigger purpose beyond it being fun doesn't, doesn't matter as much. Um, and those are no lesser of a pageant. It's just a different pageant. It's just a different outcome. It's just a different reason for competing. And um, I've really tried to correct my language recently of talking about bigger and smaller pageants. Um, and I still muck up. I still get it wrong. Don't worry. Um, 
but it's just about because sometimes the the quote unquote bigger systems have less competitors in. So it's not even like the size of people on number of people on the stage. Um so I've really tried to stop saying bigger and smaller systems start with a smaller system and or start with a bigger system, etc. etc. Um I now use I'm better at using the term charity to contracted because I used to get completely confused with what was a charity pageant, what was a contracted, like what was just a pageant and and things like that. So I'm definitely trying to like check myself when I'm using these descriptive words. Um, But it doesn't make it any less of a pageant because it's more about going in and having fun. It's just more in line with your purpose and reason for competing. And surely you want to be in a system that is more in line with your reason for competing. Um, Because otherwise you're going in and you're having to tell a whole host of lies to try and get the crown. If you are not there for a bigger purpose or a platform... If you are not there because you want to raise money for charity, don't say that in your interview to try and get the crown because, dude, that is not what a queen should be doing. Lying to get a crown is not what the queen should be doing. And sometimes we don't, if we haven't taken the time to really understand why do we want to compete, we might be lying without even realising it. <laughs> um, so don't put yourself down if you're like, oh, I've said that in all of my interviews, but actually I'm only here for a bit of fun. If you've just realised that now, that's fine. Don't, like, beat yourself up because, I mean, in anything in life, don't beat yourself up for past mistakes. Just get on with learning from them. Fail faster so we can learn and evolve from them. Um, So if you want to do a pageant because it's fun and because you're going to get to wear sparkly things and try on lovely dresses, like, once you get past prom, the big ball gowns, the big evening gowns don't happen very often. Like, you want to make the most of that situation. Um. So if you want to do a pageant because it's fun, do a pageant because it's fun. And that's an amazing reason too. So I hope these tips have helped you. Tips, talking points, however, reasons. I hope these reasons to compete have helped you um, either decide whether or not you want to compete for the first time or again, uh, or maybe you've actually starting to think about why is it that you compete? What is it that you want to get out of it? And that definitely goes hand in hand with choosing your next system as well. So like I said, do check out the blog, which should be out by now, by the time this goes out, um, about choosing your system and some more information about how to choose your system. Have an amazing day and we'll see you again soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.